This is a previously recorded episode. This show is broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. For more information about the show or our network, please visit www.podcastdetroit.com. Ladies and gentlemen, you can clear your browsers, you can delete your cookies, but nothing is going to save you from the watch list. I'm your host, Casey Pierce, and actually I'm co-hosting with Miss Holly Ogden. Hey, guys. Alrighty, so we're bringing you the latest in subterranean dark news and strange happenings, conspiracies, paranormal, and all that late night freaky shit that you talk about at one in the morning with your pals. Okay, so let's jump right into it. So, people have probably already heard about this, and this might be a little bit of old news, but there was a creepy clown carrying three black balloons uh, who was wandering the streets of Green Bay, Wisconsin, along the Lake Michigan coastline. It was creeping out residents so much that they were afraid to leave their homes, um, thinking this was a serial killer. You know, just one too many clown movies. Well... Beyond that, his images were shared over 9,000 times worldwide. That's how far this guy reached. I mean, with all the crazy shit going on in the world, people really wanted to know who this guy was, dressed as a clown, and what the hell was he doing. Well, as it turns out, I mean, good on him. I mean, he reached, you know, 9,000 shares. It was a marketing ploy for this guy's upcoming short horror film, Gags. Gags the Clown, or Adam Krauss. Roam the streets of Green Bay, creeping the hell out of everybody. And uh, all for another story about a deranged clown. Now, come on, folks. I mean, you can tell me, like, yeah, oh, that's good for him. That worked. Yeah, but I felt really cheated. This dude's a fuck nugget. (laughs) (laughs) Another story about a deranged clown. This was from a movie, you guys. Like, you know, like, just everybody calm down. Um. I think we should give them the website, too, that we're looking at. I was looking at the Chicagoist.com. This is the one where they had reassured that uh, everybody can rest easy. It's just a stupid film. They also have it on USAToday.com. Mm-hmm. So I would have accepted anything. Like, I was hoping he was a hooker. Like, clown <laughs> fetish was alive and well. He's got the full-on face makeup, the... Yeah, like she said, three black balloons, looking like a freak show, looking like he just walked out of a horror movie. Very scary. Um, I actually heard this for the first time from a friend of mine, Eric, if you're listening. I heard it from him. And looked it up. I was freaked out. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't realize that it was for a horror movie. Yep. A shitty little indie film. So I guess people were calling the police, right? And yeah. And saying that this guy was walking the streets. Yep. At odd hours of the night, it was actually around, what, 2 a.m. or something? Right. Uh, I need to look exactly what time that was. Yeah, he was in underpasses, um, really seedy parts of town, too. But in extravagant makeup, so. But I feel like it's a little extreme to scare people for your movie. I know that people like to get attention, and that is a good seller, but. Yeah. Well, even on his Facebook, if you go to uh, facebook.com gag, slash gags the clown, he gives a whole, like, sorry about that, just for my movie. <laughs> Took it back. Yeah. I mean, he had paragraphs and paragraphs. 
And even one of the comments, the guy felt just like I did. Like, man, I feel so cheated now. I thought something sweet was going on. <laughs> I thought there was a killer clown walking around and I got excited. Right, right. <clears throat> so, yeah, or I would have accepted it's a smoke screen. Another smoke screen to deter us from what's really going on. There is a presidential election happening. You know, oh, here's a clown. This, <laughs> the clown was sent by Donald Trump. Yes, the Trump <laughs> clown. But we've all been trumped. You just got drunk. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. What is the significance of the three black balloons, I wonder? I guess you got to watch the shitty movie and find out. What is the movie I got? <laughs> <laughs> it's called Gags. That's it's all called it's gags. called. Okay. And this was a big old I'm guessing gag. that the main character is a creepy clown with three black balloons. Yeah. Or I guess that's why that they pay you, the, any that's why they pay you the big bucks. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know. Okay. What do you think? This, do clowns scare you? Clowns don't really scare me, but the idea of someone just dressed up like a scary clown, like walking around neighborhoods is kind of creepy. Like you might be demented to do that. Right. I understand that he wanted to do it at odd hours, probably assuming that he would not run into kids and that. Yeah. Or, you know, even risk scarring them even more permanently for life. (laughs) Could go either way. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Well, did you hear about this previous to us bringing it up? Uh, I remember seeing an article on when it was just happening, but they didn't know it was about the film yet. Mm-hmm. And then, like, two weeks later, I found out it was for a film. I'm like, that makes it a little less concerning. But I've seen videos of, like, other people starting to do the same stuff now just for fun because <laughs> they saw that and thought, oh, how cool would we do that? And there's, like, videos of people, like, going on other people's, like, front porches and just taking it way too far. So oh, Don't try this um, at home. Please. On our Facebook page, Matt Links commented, clowns can suck. Yes, they can. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I wished it was a clown fetish. Oh, oh, how many people have clown fetishes? I, I don't I know feel if that like, makes it any Don't matters. judge me. I feel you right now. <laughs> Casey dresses up as a clown late at night. Actually... Did you do this? Were you on my front porch last night? Wait, what going was going on? on freaking on your front porch <laughs> listen, last night? Listen, let's talk about what's important. You guys have been drinking way too much. By the uh, way, is this the uh, number? 248-579-5290 to call in if you uh, know anything about this clown, have heard yes, the story. Or if you too have a clown fetish. Yeah, I'll repeat that. Don't, <laughs> leave, don't leave Holly alone. Don't leave her alone in the dark. I, I I don't like clowns. I mean, they're not the scariest to me, but... Yeah, I, I just don't... It, it's not neither funny nor scary. I could take her to leave it. It's just, I don't know. It, it's they're not done. scary, but I still don't want to, like, come across one randomly in the middle of the night just holding three black balloons. You like, no one have... You get a risk of being shot. Right. <laughs> exactly. He could or have put up himself in danger. Anything. Yeah, but nobody had the cojones to come up to him and be like, hey, what's up with the clown suit, man? <laughs> like, you couldn't, you couldn't grab, like, three brothers from downtown to come up to him and say that? You're right. That is the best part, is that no one asked him. <laughs> I wish that he had a camera and filmed people's reactions. Now, if he was dressed as the Punisher with, like, guns strapped to his back, they would have assumed his cosplay, and they would have asked him, what's up, man? But no, the creepy clown thing's like, Oh man, I've seen one too many deranged. You know, he's probably from outer space. Which that's actually, if you're gonna pick a deranged clown film, I'm gonna go with Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Really? Not even. Uh, well, I know everyone wants to go for the traditional It movie with right. Tim Curry, the uh, scary clown 
uh, I just like that one freak scene. you out for the rest of your life. Or yeah. the ice cream you scream. I the didn't ice see cream that. one. I, yeah, I it's didn't see that either. It was a little weird. We gotta, little weird. we gotta Google that now. <laughs> ice cream you scream. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. What year was it? Or around what time? Oh goodness, I haven't seen it in so long. My cousin's favorite thing to do when I was little was play horror films, see if they could like give me nightmares. Great. <laughs> While she's looking that up, again, the number is 248-579-5290. So, well, I'll also uh, post the link to the Facebook as well so you guys can know exactly what we're talking about. I still didn't, you know, it was actually, it wasn't a film, but it was a marketing ploy for the trailer for his short film called Gag. So it wasn't even like a... It wasn't even a full-out movie. No. Just (laughs) short film. Come to my basement, watch my two-minute trailer. And it was... Come to my basement. It was probably just a teaser, too. It wasn't the full-on trailer. (laughs) Oh, that's why I had it wrong. We all scream for ice cream. Who's in that? Uh, Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> Anybody? Man, probably wild. not. There's like literally nothing on here. Colin Cunningham was in it, and William, I cannot say his last name. Jamal Ding Dong. Forced. <laughs> it was directed Shamalama by Tom Holland and written by David Cho. It's a Masters of Horror movie. I'll bet you Eric Gutierrez has seen that film. Eric, are you listening? Colin. Yeah, it was one of the Tell it was part of the it. Masters of Horror thing. This oh, was okay. in season two, episode ten. Huh. Well if anybody's ever seen that movie, please call in because I would like to know more about it. Okay, so Adam Krauss, you've just been added to the watch list or fuck nugget list in my book. <laughs> I would say total fun. Fuck nugget. <laughs> uh, if only he could have been saved from that list. Okay. Well, moving on. One of the latest and most terrifying documentaries just got added to Netflix. Um, it is a real-life horror of sleep paralysis from the producers of Room 237 and directed by Rodney Asher. Of course, Room 237, being one of my personal favorite documentaries, uh, was suggesting that Stanley Kubrick uh, tried to confess having a hand in staging the moon landing through scenes of The Shining. So I already love these cats. But um, some of you may have experienced this phenomenon, sleep paralysis. Um, it's where an individual, either during falling asleep or awakening, temporarily experiences an inability to move, speak, or react. Uh, this is accompanied by hallucinations often involving a person or supernatural creature suffocating or terrifying the individual, accompanied by feeling pressure on one's chest, difficulty breathing, Uh, Basically, they feel like someone's on top of them. Another common hallucination involves intruders, human or supernatural, uh, entering one's room, uh, lurking around the window, uh, and a feeling of dread. Um, Before I get into my personal story about that, Holly, what is your take on that? Do you buy it, or do you think it's stress? About sleep paralysis? Yes. I actually also watched something where people were claiming that when they went to sleep paralysis that they were being abducted by aliens. I heard that too. I don't know. I feel like half of those people are probably just full of it. Um, maybe you go through a stage where you are hallucinating or you think that you have things going on like that but are not actually true. But I also had the part of me wants to believe 
that there are such things. But I do believe that um, sleep paralysis and to a certain extent. So what do you think it is? If you could define what 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 is really going on with these people, either medically, spiritually, whatever, how would you define it? How would I define it? Yep. That's a really hard question for me because, like I said, uh, part of me wants to believe that there is something higher going on than just a scientific way about maybe the brain, something in the brain setting off and not allowing you to wake up properly or disturbing your sleep. So you do think that these people are actually going through something, but it's not what they think it is. Yes, for the most part. But then there is that other part of me always believes that maybe there is something else. So So I do have an open mind. Yeah, you're pretty open to both sides. I can see that. What about you, Kate? Uh, Personally, I'm kind of open to both sides, too. Like, you never know. There could be something else going on that is totally different, but just has similar signs of sleep paralysis. Mm. But for the most part, I do believe that sleep paralysis is a real thing. I think it has something to do with you waking up and your mind taking time to connect. The mind does amazing things when you're tired. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've suffered from insomnia since I was born. And there's been times where, like, I've just done, when I do sleep, there's some weird stuff that goes on. (laughs) So I believe that sleep paralysis is a real thing. As for the whole, like, alien abductions and stuff like that, I think it's hard to tell. Like, maybe you think it's sleep paralysis. Maybe you're actually abducted. (laughs) Who We don't really know. Right. Now, someone had told me that about the alien abduction theory that it was a flashback to being abducted. Because Um, when you're actually abducted, excuse me, uh, you don't recall it. Do you believe in abduction is the other question. I have woken up with my ass sore many a times, but. (laughs) (laughs) Many a times. No, you know, um, that's hard to say, too. And uh, let me explain. Okay. So I was working on, not to plug myself, the Pieces of Madness novel. Um, And I was studying demonology. And I was looking at one in particular, which was uh, Asmodeus, the demon god of lust. Okay. So, and I didn't know sleep paralysis was a thing. I had no idea. I've never Googled this. Um, I've never heard of anybody going through it. Well, that night I went to sleep or thought I was going to sleep. And then I felt something pinning my shoulder. I thought I was having a heart attack, but that's on the left side. This was the right. And it's right on the shoulder. And then I can't move. And suddenly I just, I couldn't move my mouth. And I'm looking at the window and I see a big shadowy figure. But it's not like the old hag or what other people have described seeing. I'm seeing like almost a bat like figure with a long skinny body. So almost like a dragonfly. And um, at the time I was living at my parents and I'm, I'm, trying to scream for my dad and I can't I really can't I'm terrified um so then finally I broke free I flipped on the lights it was still there for a few seconds and I just started screaming my head off so this didn't happen till later on your life this didn't happen when you were a child at all ever no. Mm-mm. okay no but people in the documentary have reported that they've been going through this since childhood the documentary that you're talking about and I was googling it is that the uh the so it's a Netflix show, or it's a movie. Mm-hmm. And what is that called? The Nightmare. Okay, so it's a Nightmare. I have the official trailer here, and I was going to post that too. So it's 
So do people always say that they see something or feel scary each time? Or is it just a full paralysis where they know that it's happening, but they don't feel like they're being... Obviously, you didn't feel like you were being abducted, but you felt like there was a scary presence in the room. Right. You right. felt like it was scary, right? Right, yes. But but they when I had watched it, uh, when my boyfriend and I watched it, mind you, we did not make it through the whole thing. That's how terrified we were. Right. It was pretty bad. Um, but I had watched it for educational purposes. I'm like, okay, well, I'll compare notes and see if they saw what what I saw. But no, they didn't. They saw actual outlines of people. And one of the guys, he had described his first memory was being one and a half in a crib. Now, he's experienced this throughout his whole childhood and even some of his adult life. Um, he remembers being in the crib, couldn't move. And these outlines that looked like television static came in. They had black eyes, a black mouth, similar to an alien, and smiles on their faces, but the very blank. You know, there's like no defining teeth or anything. And they came in and started tickling him. Tickling him? Yeah. And he. Felt- and it sounds funny when I say it, it but when you watch funny. it. I'm trying not to laugh, but. No, go ahead, because it's funny uh, when I say it. But. Like, it does. It sounds hilarious, but at the same time, I'd be like, if I was like, baby, I'd be like, I don't know who you are. I don't want to play this game. <laughs> Can we go back to peekaboo? Like, <laughs> How about we don't touch me? Right, exactly. Well, as long as it was fun and games for them, I guess it's okay. I, I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, we don't say that about unwelcome touch, but um, anyway. Yeah, and, and there was another guy who actually happened to be from Michigan, uh, way up north, which is, uh, let's see, what is that? It's, um, what is that? Oh, I forget, but it's hours from here. Uh, so way <laughs> up north, and uh, his girlfriend was going through the paralysis thing, but she was just seeing visions, like shapes and colors, and I'm thinking, oh, okay, that's cool, kind of like an acid trip. Um, and she couldn't move though. And he had just started dating her. And so he's like, oh, well, you know, this chick's crazy, like whatever. Then he started seeing the, seeing the night and then he was experiencing the same thing. So I'm like, okay, that dude's story wasn't that bad. Well, then they came back to him in the middle of the film. Now, if you don't want to hear any of the spoiler, then cut it off right now. I just posted the link to the trailer of that show that you're talking about as well. Yeah, go, even the trailer's terrifying. It is. <laughs> so watch it. Tell us what you think. <laughs> so uh, here's a spoiler alert. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay. So the dude later on, you know, he's he had stopped having these hallucinations. He's like, well, that was a weird phase of my life, so whatever. So he goes and lays down for a nap after he's done mowing the lawn. And he's got a cell phone right next to him. And someone starts calling. And he's like, okay, do I answer it? Or, okay, fine, I'll answer it. And it was inaudible, and it started breaking up. So like, whatever. He gets up and grabs a cigarette, and he walks towards the living room, right? So the signal becomes clear. He said, it was a very nice man on the phone. And uh, he said, hey, I was wondering if you could do me a favor. And he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, well, what kind of favor? And he sees a black figure in front of his face. All of a sudden, the voice just drops. I'm going to do my best demon impression. It says, let me in. And he freezes, and he cannot move, and his head's going... Well, he he can't move, but he cannot control his head movements. And he had thrown his cell phone, and it shattered into a million pieces. And he feels something gripping him. Things in the room start moving. 
And he said all I could remember in that moment was praying to God in my head. So let's backtrack. Yeah. The guy had a phone call. Mm-hmm. The first couple of times he couldn't understand who it was because he didn't, there was no noise. Right? right. So then third or fourth time someone calls, a no, voice finally comes he, through. He was still on the phone. Oh, he was still He walked to the living room okay. to get clear signal. So this guy finally comes through and he's really nice. And then all of a sudden when he asks a question, a figure comes in front of him mm-hmm. and then he's fully paralyzed. Yes. So, which goes back to the whole thing that we talked about before, me and you, uh, about demons and dark energies that you have to welcome them in. Mm-hmm. Which, do you believe that? And is that what you think was happening? So, obviously, he was saying, let me in. Right. I think you can leave yourself Open. vulnerable to interdimensional beings. Absolutely. I'm curious who this nice guy on the phone was, what, what all that linked to... Um, that is interesting. Well, as it turns out, he, after he was, you know, praying and I, I don't, I'm not going to go on a limb and say, you know, it was God who answered his prayer. Maybe it was, I don't know. Um, but we're going to try to keep the show agnostic as possible. Um, and he was thrown down the hallway into bed and then he wakes up and his cell phone's right there. He was thrown into bed and then his cell phone was next to him. Yep. So you think that the guy on the phone saved him? No. <laughs> I think that guy was just trying to fuck with him. Oh, okay. I don't think that was an actual guy. I think that was something from hell. That is really crazy. It's hard to figure out exactly what's going on with situations like that and prove that it's true. But I do believe sleep paralysis, and I wish that I would have been able to see that documentary because I don't have Netflix, unfortunately. So I just have to hear it through you. But I like that your story, you have a story, personal story. So mm-hmm. that adds to it. Have you ever had any more uh, occurrences since that's happened? Yeah. How many more times? And just one has more it time. been recent? No. Th- this was the same year, I want to say. Yeah. Um, and I actually think that you told me that you were researching for your book. Your book is kind of dark sometimes. Because it is more of a horror. Uh, well, that's what I was researching was the demonology. So you were tapping into it, which left you vulnerable. Yes. And then you feel like maybe you were attacked through that. Yes. Because when I looked up the illustration for Asmodeus, he's got a, you know, from the 1800s, he's got a long, thin body and wings. And I described him as a dragonfly. So you feel like you were fully awake, but paralyzed? Yep. And then how long did it take you to be able to move? Did you see the figure and then it disappeared and then you were able to move? No, I moved and it was still there for a few more moments. And you just laid there because you were scared? Yeah, I want to say this went on for, it felt like two to three minutes. That's scary. So, and yes, it was my fault. (laughs) I I wouldn't say it's your fault. I mean, obviously you're researching, but things, scary things. I was on their watch list. (laughs) <laughs> they, were, they, were, they were coming for me like, don't look us up you're on their government's watch list <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's governments and uh, alternate realities well that's a, a question I want to ask you guys too was that let, let's say for instance this is all real this is all happening these are other beings um, not aliens but do you believe that there is a reality beyond ours oh for certain yeah. There's so much space out there and 
so much that we're discovering ourselves all the time. There's got to be other things out there, other dimensions, other forms of life. Like, I'm a firm believer in all of that. So do you think it could be a cross? Possibly. It's it's hard to tell, and it's also really hard to put a say on something I haven't experienced myself. Right. So it's a little hard to tell on that, but I do believe things like that are completely possible. I feel like it would be a little crazy to believe that we are the only living things, beings, um, or even beyond that. I am not to go real deep, but, you know, I do believe in spiritual sides of things and, you know, paranormal stuff. I know you're big into energy. Yeah, I was actually thinking about that. Uh, I always feel like there is a lot of energy around, and someone was saying that energy is, always exists even when you pass on. So you should always feel someone's energy around you, I guess. But how you want to take that? Yeah. To everyone, it's different. If it's just residual energy where uh, it's just lingering or if it's actually something coming back and visiting you. Mm -hmm. I know there was a bit uh, Carl Sagan did on his um, show where he talks about the fourth dimension. And basically... He takes um, a post-it or uh, any any sort of, uh, even though a post-it is flat. Uh, he's like, let's say this is our dimension, three-dimensional, okay? If you were to add a fourth dimension, the fourth dimension, you would not be able to see it, but it would still be there. And he believed in the fourth dimension. And so he had an apple that was sort of hovering over. You can hear it. You can maybe feel its presence but you can't see it because we cannot see in four dimensions. I had a friend one time that told me that they did not believe in energy, which I thought was crazy. There is energy (laughs) in everything, but I do believe, I actually do believe that what you just said about how he believed in a fourth. Mm -hmm. Cause even if there was one, we wouldn't be able to perceive it with our eyes fully. It wouldn't be visual, but you would feel it like you were talking about with energy. Maybe the fourth dimension is a more, scientific explanation of energy. Exactly. My question too, going back to the sleep paralysis, is there ever experiences that are not scary that they just become paralyzed, but they don't fear it. They just are so used to it. Or is it always a negative thing where it always is associated with a evil entity or an alien abduction or whatever people might call it? Well, most of it, um, from what I've read is always accompanied by a feeling of dread. However, like the guy I was just talking about, um, his girlfriend, like we didn't make it to the end of the documentary. So I don't know. Someone watch it for us. I don't us. know what happened. I don't have it. Netflix and Casey and her boyfriend checking out, but it's probably on YouTube. <laughs> Someone watch it for us and tell us what you, what happens at the end. <laughs> Someone probably has. And if you have, again, call two four eight five seven nine five two nine zero. We would love to hear from you. Um, but, uh, no, I, I mean, what she was experiencing was, again, the, like, you know, different shapes. And it was like neon lights almost. I'm like, well, that's kind of cool. But the guy on the phone, no, no, that shit wasn't cool. I'm the best. <laughs> <laughs> what would you have done? 
Well, oh, uh, I, I'm you know, not letting you in. I'm so glad you asked that because I told my boyfriend after we watched, however much we watched of it, I was like, you best believe. Like, I would be in a church. I would call a witch doctor. <laughs> I would have myself blessed, my fucking dog blessed. <laughs> I agree, though. I'm laughing, but I agree. I watch some of these uh, ghost hunting shows or paranormal shows, and and these people, be, uh, their house gets, you know, all possessed or whatever, and I'm like, call call the priest, come bless. No, we're just going to live in it for a while, hope it goes away on its own. Let's just see how bad it gets before <laughs> yeah, we like, decide to take care of the situation. It. If we ignore it, it'll just go away. Right, I like. I don't. I, I, I get denial, but at the same time, it's like, what do you have to lose, Holly? You could don your monkey bone skirt and do a dance around me, and even if it was placebo, right? And it was gone. You would at least feel I like would maybe. appreciate it because it's gone. <laughs> I will always have that monkey bone skirt on dial for you. Seriously. <laughs> so if if your home is possessed, um, call Holly. <laughs> I will stand outside. I can't go in the house. I'm sorry, but I will She'll stand come in with a monkey bone scared. Hi ho, Listen, I'm not going to go in there where the real danger is, but I will definitely stand on the front I will, porch. Maybe I will the yard. send you positive vibes through the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I will wish for you. I will wish all my wishes for you. But I will get a hundred we'll likes you a for you on a photo, so we can get an amen. We'll get you a megaphone <laughs> so you can just yell your good vibes into the house. <laughs> You're at home eating the bag of Doritos like, yep, sending those rinky vibes. Well, I'm watching some, some of these I'm feeling sh- good. <laughs> I'm watching some of these shows and the people do not do anything. They don't go get a priest. They don't uh, try to find any solution. They're just like, so we moved. Right. And that, these people... I understand, like, you are scared and you didn't know what to do, but hell, I mean, do something. Yeah, because Don't people just are haunted. What if it is, a, and the other thing is, things can become attached to you, so you can move and you don't know it and it's attached to you. Yeah. There was a, it was, they played on the Sci-Fi channel a while ago, but it was a very popular um, um, for TV movie called The Haunting. Um, and, uh, it, no, not that shitty remake. Um, this, it took place in the 70s. Long story short, this couple bought a duplex next to their in-laws, which why the hell would you want to do that? It's a nightmare in itself. Um, but they did renovations. And as you know, spirits lay dormant until you start knocking down some walls and painting. They just don't like that. And they come to life. Well, <laughs> don't mess up my house. <laughs> they had like four exorcisms. In their house. I saw that I saw that movie. Too. Yeah, that was a great movie, wasn't it? Yeah, that was really creepy. And spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler. Don't listen to it. Five, <laughs> four, three, two, one. Okay, so they move. That's sorry, She's cracking up it's over great. here. <laughs> they, they move at the end, and they think everything's all freaking hunky-dory. And here it comes again. And then in the ending credits, they mention that they had like 17 more exorcisms, and it was finally gone. Yeah, what's up with the at the end? It's like, and it never was resolved till like a million years later, until we had to do like fifty more things, and but then it was good. Have you ever been possessed, Kate? No. <laughs> 
I want to know what an exorcism feels like. Give us I feel like I know if it voice. happened to me, and I'm pretty sure it has. She's like, no, but I need one. I need a priest to call in right now. I think a the priest. only thing I've been possessed right by now. is like the demons of alcohol. <laughs> Other than that, it's been pretty. <laughs> Pretty straightforward. <laughs> the exorcist, she starts like spewing out her alcohol like that. <laughs> I'd open my mouth. <laughs> uh, anyway. Smell that? What is that? I don't know. I just mixed a bunch of stuff together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the jungle juice would have been green going down anyway, so it was green coming up. Okay. So anyway, uh, if you dare, check out The Nightmare on Netflix now so uh we we can take a break and after the break we will get into holly's weird ipod incident this is a you really don't miss this. yeah this is a really odd story and it's a, <laughs> true, it's a story. true story it's it very sounds, true it sounds not true but it's true so dj kate take it away this is a previously recorded episode Hi, and welcome back to The Watch List. And I forgot to add Rodney Asher to The Watch List. Um, of course, the director of The Nightmare that we were just talking about. And, of course, he's probably been on there for Room 237, which actually you can watch The Shining Code on YouTube, um, come to think of it. So you can probably find The Nightmare, too. So, Holly, I know you need to yes, catch I up need, on that. I need to look that up. That uh, is what I'm going to do when I go home. Good luck, dude. Like, I can do it. I, was I will not shoot. sleep tonight, that's for sure. Do you ever sleep? You know what? I'm a vampire, so. The world is a vampire. <laughs> I don't Watch sleep. Netflix. <laughs> Casey, Casey and I are total opposites when it comes to that. She she goes to bed early and I stay up all night. <laughs> yep. I'm a little bit country here below it. Rock and roll. Okay, so uh, Holly is about to get added to the watch list. You crazy bitch, what's going on with the iPod? <laughs> All right, so I planted a garden in my front yard. Yes, I live on a corner house. And I had been inspecting my garden, going and picking things, doing whatever back there. And I noticed that there was a pair of prescription glasses one day, which I thought was really weird. But, I mean, people throw stuff in, in you know, corner houses in their yards all the time, like garbage and whatnot. So, uh, well, I asked my mom if it was hers because she hadn't been over that day and it wasn't. And it wasn't anybody else's I knew. So I just kept it aside just because I thought it was strange. And then fast forward to about a week to two weeks later, I'm back there again inspecting my plants. And I find an iPod under one of the plants. It wasn't buried, but it was on top of the dirt. And it looked like it hadn't been there that long. It wasn't too dirty it was off, so obviously it needed to be powered. I didn't know if it worked or not. But it was very creepy that there was an iPod and glasses. I told my coworker, Mary, Mary, hi, if you're listening, uh, and another person, and they laughed at me a little bit, and they're like, how do you live in a corner house? Of course, people are going to throw stuff in your yard. Or it's probably a squirrel or some kind of animal uh, <laughs> like gathering. They like, gather, they're, they're, <laughs> they like to gather their... They like to gather items in a certain area and I keep finding it in the same spot that's the other thing is it's not you know in different areas it's in the same spot so I have this pair of glasses and this iPod and I asked my coworker, hey do you have because it's an uh it needs an iPhone 4 charger I'm a little iPod uh 
I, I don't know how to use an iPod. That's just <laughs> you're primitive. Yeah, like yeah me. I'm primitive. <laughs> so she tells me she has a charger, and I was making my way over there, but I just with time restrictions, I haven't made it over there. Anyways, fast forward to another uh, week or two later, I'm out there again in the front yard, you know, doing the same thing in the same area. Another iPod. So this is two iPods and a pair of prescription glasses. Looks exactly identical to the last iPod. Same color. The only difference is that the gigabyte size is different. And this one was uh, obviously not powered on either, so it needed to be charged. In the same plant. Yeah, same area. Which is really creepy to me. Dude, you have an iPod tree. So <laughs> you're growing <laughs> iPods. <laughs> I know. I, I was they, turned, they didn't believe me when I told them it was possible. <laughs> it was turning into a little bit of a scary thing to me because I'm like, who is in my yard? But at the same time, I'm hoping, yeah, because it's more by the sidewalk. I can see where people might be throwing stuff in there. But why would iPods be thrown in there? For one that's, thing, I feel like that's something kids hold on to and like never let go. Right. <laughs> So I'm thinking, well, people are scrapping things. They don't care about them. They don't work anymore. They're just getting thrown in my yards. People are, you know, not respectful when they throw crap in people's yards. And it was funny because I'm like, can you just give me an iPod that works? If you're throwing iPods at me, can you just give me one that works, please? <laughs> I've never had an iPod. I mean, if you're going to put them in my yard, please just make them work. Right. <laughs> so here's the thing, too. I don't buy that. Well, you know, I'm in a corner house and people throw shit in my yard all the time. No, <laughs> screw that. I, w- I, know, I, really, I wouldn't do that. I really wanted to believe that because I was starting to get a little freaked out. Like, what if I turn this iPod on and there's something freaky on there? I don't know. And, it's like Mission Impossible. I mean, I know it's not a a device where you can record someone's voice. or it's I was like going to say, are you being bugged? I didn't know. So I thought iPod, well, that's for music, right? And pictures. Uh, like I said, I'm not really iPod uh, savvy. I'm not, if there's I'm something not, inside the iPod, did you take it apart? I didn't take it apart, but so I contacted Mary and I was like, Mary, you have that uh, charger still, right? And she's like, yeah. And I said, I sent her a picture of the two iPods, which I actually sent a picture over to you, Casey, Yeah, too, mm-hmm. to show you that I'm not crazy. That there are these two iPods that look identical, that they're in my yard and I can't believe that they're there. So I said, I don't know how to explain this. She's like, what do you mean? I said, there's two iPods now. It's two iPods and prescription glasses now. So how do you explain that? And she's like, there is only one explanation. Ghosts. (laughs) But I like laugh. But uh, so I went over a house and uh, we were charging it. And it was charging for a while. And there's been water damage. I've watered those plants so often. I thought it would be totally ruined. I was sitting there talking to her. It wasn't turning on. Honestly, I didn't know how to turn on the iPod. I know this sounds really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I was pushing She's clapping any- at it. <laughs> <laughs> Clap on. I, oh, I don't know anything about iPods. I'm sorry. But I assumed it was like an iPhone where you push the button until it turns on. So I was trying to push any button and I was talking to her at the same time. And I'm like, oh, it's not turning on. So I'm like, I had my finger on something, and and then uh, on the the um, iPod, and then I'm like, oh, it doesn't work. And as soon as I said it doesn't work, it turned on. What was on it? <laughs> what was the first thing that happened? Um, boom! It turned on, and then it says pictures and uh, music and all that. Well, when I went to pictures, there was nothing. 
I was hoping that maybe there were some pictures so I could see whose whose device this was. But there was just music, uh, random music. And so the one does work. The other one doesn't seem like it's working. Um, I haven't really messed around with that one too much. But I was just shocked that one of them does work because why would you throw a working iPod in my yard? What was on it? Like what kind of music? The first song was like an Elton John song. (laughs) Oh, that explains so much more than you know. Yeah, it does because you know. And then the rest were like rap songs and some some six year old was probably like, oh okay, well this doesn't work anymore because you know they don't think they just checked it. I don't know. I, so I started. Maybe they think it, that when it dies, that it's actually broken. They have to buy like another a Tamagotchi, one. <laughs> and then they have to go buy Maybe another. Maybe they're one. like me. They're like, "What is this thing? Harold, How do I did turn you this feed on the iPod? in the first place?" Uh, and so I call that my fairy garden now because you know they say fairy gardens are supposed to give you gifts and whatever. So and <laughs> you officially have an iPod plant. Right. <laughs> do you believe in mythological creatures like gnomes? Like, no, no, but <laughs> I don't. I don't believe in gnomes, but do I believe in spiritual things? Yes. What do you think it all means? If you were, if you had to answer right now, what do you think this all means, or does it mean anything? If it was just the glasses, or even just the one iPod, yes, I found that strange. But I would have been like, okay, well, people are throwing crap in my yard, or like animals, like my friend said. But the fact that there was two of them at different times, it wasn't even, you know, the same time when I looked weeks apart in the same exact area. It makes me believe. I don't know. I I, I wonder if this is how MacGyver felt when he first started. <laughs> like, okay, I got two iPods and a pair of glasses. How am I going to make a bow and arrow? <laughs> you can so be- the rest of the story was that I made a bow and arrow and... I went on the streets and I was crime fighting. Yeah, you are you are the hero that Lincoln Park deserves. <laughs> Finally. Finally. I went out of the streets of Lincoln Park with my bow and arrow made out of two eye buns and prescription glasses. I'm going to go on a limb and suggest not doing that. No offense, but... <laughs> hey, what do you think it all means? If you had to answer right now. First thing on top of your head. Well, it definitely means that one of your plants is growing iPods. However, their taste in music is a little off. (laughs) You can't have Elton John and rap. That's weird. That's weird. Was was the song Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Because it might have been your mom. and She just wants to let you know. (laughs) (laughs) My mom actually was, uh, I will say this, my mom was standing there next to me when I found the second iPod. Is this like, (laughs) does she think it's Easter? I said, I literally... We were doing something in the garden, and I looked down, and I was like, oh, another one. I go, oh, my God. What is that? Are you serious? And I knew it was an iPod as soon as I saw it. And she's like, what? And I I reached under the plant, and I grabbed it. And I'm like, I'm so glad you're here because I feel like I'm going crazy, and these iPods keep appearing under this plant. Was she biting the corners of her cheeks? She goes, I think you have a stalker. I mean, it's kind of concerning me out. that it's so close to your house. But why would he get me giving me uh, iPods? So. Maybe she was like, my iPod's broken, but I'm too ashamed to ask Holly to fix it. So maybe if no, I leave I it said, here, she'll just like, turn it off Before she even saw I had the first iPod, I'm like, Mom, do you own an iPod? She's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> why? 
Uh, never mind. <laughs> I don't know. Check my phone. Uh, I don't know. That's, that's a little so, weird that it's they're showing up under the same plant. But, yeah, I have no explanation for that one. You're on your own. <laughs> enjoy your if you, enjoy your iPod plant. So I honestly have been a little freaked out about going home late at night and stuff. <laughs> if you are a Holly Stalker, come forward. 248-579-5290 is the number to call. Uh, can you just come give forward. me, like, a newer model? Maybe you'll get lucky and you'll get, like, a ripe one that's, like, still, like, alive and working perfectly. Right. You don't have to come <laughs> no forward and confess damage. so long as you drop off better shit. What do you think it is, Casey? Up your game. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm trying to make a deduction here. And I, the fact that it worked is very surprising to me. After being in the dirt and being water, like, on it, for, and it was... Storming, you know, was around. it all Elton John song? Were they love songs? <laughs> See, the song they were love songs. This is how song Casey's brain works so much because somebody maybe is trying to tell you something. Was no, it by it a window by any chance? I know. I thought about that too. It was like <laughs> a little way from my front window, and I would have been really creeped out if it was like by my bedroom or something. But it's not. It's it's by my kitchen area. It's a guy pressing his oh, hand. Casey's like over here looking, like smiling like, really oh big. God. Like, <laughs> watch her make dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think it was Jimmy McKnight. <laughs> I'm actually just watching my thing to see if he's listening. Who was it, Elton John? Do you believe in gnomes? <laughs> I believe in David the gnome. He healed a I deer. I love that show. Oh, he healed. David, a deer. you can live in my garden. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can have all the iPods. <laughs> he, yeah, he looks more of like a uh, a Ted Nugent kind of guy. So I don't know. It was a little, and this is gonna sound gross, but this it was a little weird because there was iPods, prescription glasses, and then I started having like mice appear. Yeah, I have nothing. Like, I have no explanation. And Casey can say that this is true. I didn't just make that up. I told her that there was like. I don't think a mouse could pick up an iPod. A rat, maybe. A possum, maybe. But why? I mean, is it like a shiny iPod? Um, I actually have in my car right now the two, but uh, it's silver. And the the one is a little cracked on the screen. And then the other one is, it looks pretty good. See, they like shiny stuff. Maybe they're just, you know. Trying to they take all, it home, and these mice are so small. They all carried them together. They, <laughs> <laughs> they teamed up like ants. they built an army, <laughs> an iPod army. My two. Exactly. I just imagine it as a thinking, montage. Now that we're talking about all this creepy stuff, like you know, demonic. St- I'm not saying it's demonic. I don't think they would give me working iPods, but yeah, with Elton John on it, yeah. But it was just weird that there was mice and the iPods and the glasses at the same time. Like, all this stuff going on at once. Just like all this chaos in the garden. Chaos. Oh, that's your new band name. Chaos in the garden. Chaos Chaos in in the the garden. garden. We all chaos in the garden. First song, iPod plant. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So, yes. If you can call and explain to me you know, scientifically how you feel that there are iPods in my garden. I would love Call to Anna hear tell it. us how you grow an iPod. <laughs> uh, uh, to disprove, you know, there being ghosts. Or I, I still gnomes. think that this is all a sign from God 
that you need to be the next MacGyver and the hero that Linkin Park deserves. That's what I'm going with. Or that you about- should get an iPod that works. I'm saying, I, th- I thought you were about to be like, this is a sign from God that you need to keep uh, up to date with technology. <laughs> <laughs> or someone's trying to tell um, you you listen to you shitty music iPod. when you're driving. He gave you the fourth, you know, fourth edition or whatever that is, but not not the newish newest one. But what some guy tomorrow come up to your door and be like, "Have you seen an iPod? <laughs> Have you seen two iPods by any chance? Keep losing them right around this bush." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that that'll be really lame. I hope that doesn't happen. I hope this is always a mystery. I have been freaked out every time I go look in the garden now, hoping that I won't will not find a third. Yeah. Everyone gets quiet. <laughs> if my iPod ever dies, I'm gonna find out where you live and I'm gonna go put it on that bush. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I'll water it, make it come back to life. Oh my gosh, it's like pet cemetery, but with iPods. It's the iPod cemetery. <laughs> It's gonna be just amazing. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Back to Pet Cemetery. Didn't you say you had a zombie mouse? Oh, there was a there was yeah. a half of a mouse still alive around Holly's house, and it was crawling towards her. It didn't have the. Eye, it was not armed with an iPod, but it was still alive and was torn in half. Wait, what? <laughs> I hit it. Okay, this story is sad. I, I had a trap. I caught it. It was a humane thing. You caught half of it, apparently. I was hoping that he would just die so nicely real quick. But I came back and he was alive and part of him was caught. And she shot it with a twenty two. It still didn't I die. I hit him. He flew up in the air. <laughs> it literally did happen like that. I felt really bad. He flew up in the air and he landed. He was still alive. He was like a zombie mouse. He did not want to die. See, this is supernatural. Well, he was coming back and then I had a Way to run for my life. <laughs> uh, so, Holly, you are the next MacGyver. I, I'm going with that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're doing it. And you're you've just been added. To, world. You have just been added to the watch list. Aww. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> you, uh. you cannot pass go. You cannot collect two hundred dollars. Mm. I've been on that list for years. <laughs> black helicopters I see in the sky <laughs> come and get me I got mauled by a drone once what, what? <laughs> Holly hates robots go for it or, go for it <laughs> that's what those are called the flying things yeah yeah, yeah. yeah they take the photos yeah uh, so I was outside one of my other jobs this was a while ago It's I found out it's a kid in the neighborhood I'm just minding my own business outside waiting for my friends to show up so we can do my radio show and <laughs> I'm literally by myself. There's uh where I was at, we share a parking lot with a bar and there's usually like someone outside the bar, like smoking a cigarette or whatever, or there's at least someone around. Well, that day there was no one to witness my shame, which I'm kind of happy about, but there's probably <laughs> a video up on YouTube of my reaction to almost getting hit in the face by this drone <laughs> And uh, I saw it. It was just flying around. It was crossing overhead, and it was just doing its own thing. And I'm like, playing with it. It's whatever. It just kept flying around. It probably had a camera on it. And the next thing I know, as I see it, like just turn around, look, <laughs> look face me, and then zoom like right towards me, and it almost hit me in the face. And I like flipped out. Like I felt the air go past me, <laughs> and like <laughs> I 
loves my shit. And I'm like, dude, I'm going inside. I don't even want to fight this flying toy right oh now. My God. So I go inside. I grab the baseball bat. We have sitting inside. <laughs> you hit it. Like, I'm like, and I come back outside. And I just see it just go. <laughs> it just flies off. So there's probably a YouTube video somewhere. I'm sure my facial expressions looked fantastic. I'm looking this up later. I'm looking this up. And then uh, come to find out there's a, uh, what it is is there's a line of trees at the end of our parking lot and there's a neighborhood kid who lives in a neighborhood behind there and he likes to come up and fly it over like all the businesses in the road and stuff and I'm if I ever see that kid I'm kicking his see, ass this is, drone is about to be this gone this is exactly why you don't I will give, take your drone you don't give the common person this kind of power you he's just like don't probably, he's probably zooming up like who's that chick Someone takes a photo. Ooh, is that cleavage? <laughs> what Zoom in. Dive, dive, dive. What if she likes iPods? <laughs> oh my god. So, uh, speaking of power, you should not be giving to other people. Let's talk about CRISPR. CRISPR is an acronym that I did not look up, um, <laughs> but they have not only made uh, modifying DNA possible but they're making it available for at-home use. Yes, you can now manipulate human DNA from your own home. Now, let me break this down in layman's terms and explain what exactly that all means. Brief explanation. And Holly, this is your Skynet. Totally. (laughs) Uh, CRISPR makes it possible for us to move genes from another living thing into another living thing, alternating DNA for generations to come. It allows us to cut away genes that are doing terrible things, like those that cause disease, uh, and replace them with segments of um, good DNA. So they're offering at-home kits so you can customize and produce your children without imperfections. So you're customizing your kids. Okay, disease-free kids are good. Giving people the ability to manipulate human genome at home could spell very bad. Um, I mean, here's the thing. With disease being such a cash cow, uh, I mean, there has to be a cure for cancer. Um, and people are dying of it every day. Chemotherapy, drugs, and radiation are huge money makers. So why all of a sudden are we saying it's okay for people to play God at home and produce disease-free kids? I mean, don't give people a gun, but please give them the ability to splice a human with a dog. Like, what the hell's going on? I don't really understand because people are always like, don't mess with nature. Exactly. So why would you want to do this if you are feel that way about everything else but you're like well let's get the perfect child right and is the perfect child really the perfect child because people always think that they have everything down packed but years later they're like oh there was there was a part of this where it caused this to happen you know like right like years later you could find out that something crazy happened with that whole genetic manipulation and now they have bigger issue I don't feel like anything's ever perfect I don't believe in perfect no I always feel like there's a flaw and I don't really feel like there could be perfect humans where there wasn't any kind of, I mean, no disease. It's like trying to take, what's that movie where they take that potion and they want to live forever. And I don't know. Like death becomes her. Oh, that's like 500 movies. Yeah. But death becomes her. That that was the one that I thought of. Yeah. Where they, uh, if you're not familiar with the movie, which you should watch it, uh, they take uh, where they find this potion, or the guy. What was it? The girl's husband or boyfriend or whatever. Yeah, that was them. Bruce Willis. Yeah, Bruce Willis makes the potion, and the the women want to get a hold of it because it make it makes them forever, live forever. 
And I feel like that's what people want to do all the time or they want to prolong life, which is good. I feel like I would trust anything Bruce Willis gave me to drink. <laughs> you, like, you I think might he just wind wants up, to keep you safe. You might wind up dying hard. <laughs> Bazing. Those ladies were a mess at the end of the movie, you know? Yeah, spoiler, it was alert. Very... spoiler sorry. Watch the movie. Oh, come on. Sorry, this movie is like damn near like 30 years old. old. If you haven't seen it, it's sorry, forever not old. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but whatever. But they were messes and they were falling apart, but they were still alive. <laughs> <laughs> I take back what I said. I was going to say, I, I know, limbs are I falling know, off. I know but, a lot of know. people like that. Hi. My thing is that people are to the extreme in the world and they will take anything and try to push it and push it and push it. Mm-hmm. All and these bad sci-fi movies like, uh, for instance, Terminator 2 or Terminator. I mean, it's all about science gone too far and when does it bite us in the ass? Right. And we're like just going to have a bad idea. I just really don't like that idea. Robots, robots are a bad idea. Yes, I don't like, like robot robots. people. Like I don't robot know. people. No, I've seen so many movies where that just goes bad, and I feel like you know some truth behind that. <laughs> I should have. You know what? If if anybody can look this up, um, there was actually artificial intelligence. I think the the military was oh, developing. Hey, you guys have a call. Oh. Caller, you're on. Who are we talking to? Well, hello. This is Matt Link. Hey, Matt. What's going on, man? Not too much. What's up, dude? I was calling because when you guys were talking about the stuff in your sleep and not being able to wake up and seeing stuff, mm-hmm. I had something like that happen. I just obviously didn't call in. I'm weird about that. That's all right. Do tell. <laughs> well, there was one time. Well, I suppose I should start off by saying I had a accident several years ago where I was dead. So my brain's kind of messed up anyway. Um, but I had a dream where I was running after someone because they kept yelling for help. Mm-hmm. And then when I slowed down, walking, all of a sudden a guy popped around the corner, shot me in the head. And my cousin said that he was trying to wake me up for probably about a good half hour. So do you feel like that your heart had stopped in that moment? I honestly, I remember that I, in the, I, what felt like it was maybe still the dream portion. Mm -hmm. I couldn't move. I stared up at a black sky. There was nothing there. So it was totally lights out. I, Yeah. So in- that's, that's all I remember. And then all of a sudden, there was my cousin staring at me in the face. Just so I can understand this, you had a dream where yep. someone came and they shot you? Is that what you said? Yeah. So I was trying to help somebody. I was chasing after someone who kept yelling for help. And then I, I couldn't see them anymore. So I, in the dream, I was slowing down walking. And from around a corner, a guy popped out. Can't remember if he said anything or not, but just pointed the gun at my head and shot. That's what I heard was a bang, and then I felt like I couldn't breathe, couldn't get up, or anything. 
And when I finally did wake up, my cousin was there and said he was shaking me for like a half an hour and he almost called 911. Now, he said you weren't breathing or showing any signs of life or? No, he didn't say anything like that. He just said he kept kicking the bed and (laughs) shaking me and stuff. Hmm. But he couldn't get me to wake up. How did he? What kind of signs did you have for him to come over there and do that? Well, he probably, I think if he would stay the night, this was a long time ago. He was younger. Um, he was in high school, so we would, you know, come over, play video games and crap like that. So he was already there. And he saw you, like, how were you acting when you were sleeping and for him to realize that something was going on and something was wrong with you? Um, he said that he was trying to wake me up because, you know, he heard me making weird sounds and... Were you still making sounds after a while, or you were just dead to the world after a while? Uh, Or you can't remember? Sorry, go ahead. Or you can't remember? I can't really remember. Now, that also could be, like I said, I I suffered severe, severe brain trauma. You know, shortly, it was only a couple years at the time before that. So I can't, I don't know if I can contribute that to anything or what, but. Was this incident only a one-time occurrence or has it happened more than once? That I know of. Um, I mean, in, I've had dreams where I felt like that, but I couldn't tell you if I had trouble waking up. I've woken up where I felt, um, how can I explain, um, hard to breathe Heavy, heavy chested type of thing. Um, but I don't know if that was for an extent, if I was, you know, for an extended period of time because I was alone. Now, were you aware that you were dreaming? Do you have any awareness whatsoever that this was a dream or did this feel real to you? It felt real. Okay. So it wasn't lucid. But, dreaming. but it, you know, I mean, I, I could only contribute it to being a dream since, it, you know, I was sleeping. Well, you yeah, absolutely. I mean? Yeah, I, I mean, I believe it's a dream. Um, could it have been, you You said you suffered some um, brain trauma. Do you think... Yeah, I, I, I was, I had actually, I had an accident where I fell and I was dead for a bit, so... Did you, um, after the dream, did you seek any sort of um, medical, medical attention? Because this could have been... Um, a momentary, uh, not that I'm a doctor, but momentary seizure, uh, blood cot, and, and in fact, you may have died for a few seconds. No. No? Nope, never even thought about that until right now. <laughs> yeah. <I> mean, <laughs> Casey is shedding some light on them. You'd be friends with our yeah, zombie no. mouse. Um, but yeah. that that's something that I would guess, because um, medical things come across in, in dreams all the time. Um you know, for instance, um, I don't know, when when my arm goes numb, I tend to have a nightmare. Um, and it's really weird, but it's because the blood flow has been cut off. And uh, neurologically, you know, my body just starts going nuts. So I wonder if your brain was just translating the signal of, hey, um, you're going to die for a few seconds. So we're going to make something up chemically so that this would make sense. My question for you would be... You had a hard time waking up that t- that day or that night when your your friend was waking you up. Um, 
whenever you have to go somewhere early in the morning, you set an alarm, do you ever have a hard time waking up? Not, not really. Not like that. I mean, you know, it's the normal, Look, I'm tired, I don't want to get up type of thing. Okay. If I were to make a deduction, yeah. I think that I'm going to go out on a limb and say that something did happen medically and your mind was trying to fill in the blanks. Well, definitely something happened. Right. It's not like it. Yeah. Never, Especially for. I never would, never would have put that in there. 30 minutes. That's a long time for someone to try to wake someone up. Is that what you said? 30 minutes? Yeah. Christ of mercy. I would have called the ambulance. Like he, he was. I don't know. Not he could tell wise. that he was breathing, and but yeah, that's yeah. He scary. said I was making weird sounds. He just couldn't. He would shake me, and then nothing, and then and you weren't. I mean, seizuring. he called my mom because at the time she lived in North Carolina, so she just I don't know what she said. I honestly don't remember too much of it. But he said it was about a half an hour. He tried waking me up. He said if I wouldn't have woken up when I did the last time he tried, he was gonna call for help. It's just crazy that it's only happened the one time. That, I mean, it's I mean, good like that I it said, hasn't that, happened. Again. That I know of. Right. I mean, I've I've woken up, you know, like it felt like there was a log on my chest before several times. I just and then had weird dreams associated with it. I've heard, heard but, actually, not to cut you off, I've... Well, that's good. When I was watching a, a documentary that I can't, I honestly can't remember the name of it, and this was a long time ago... But it was the one that I was talking about with the the sleep paralysis that had to do with alien abductions. And I'm not saying that you were, definitely not saying that you were abducted <laughs> by aliens. But let's just get that clear. But they actually talked about how there was a heaviness on their chest, too. Like a weighted down feeling. That's exactly what I thought when you said the log thing. I'm like, wait a minute, sleep paralysis. Yeah, that's a common sign of it. I mean, I don't have sleep paralysis, but watching these documentaries, they always say that there's a heaviness on the chest. They feel like they're being weighted down. Mm-hmm. I mean, that obviously could be other things too, but and I mean, it hasn't it hasn't happened in good five six years. Hey, you you want a spoiler? You want you want a, uh, the nightmare spoiler? Because something kind of yeah. relates to your story. All right, five, four, three, <laughs> two, one. Spoiler coming. Okay, so a woman had reported the same thing, feeling a heaviness in her chest. You know, couldn't move, and she felt like. Something was trying to take her life, like take her soul, that her life force was being driven out of her. Do you think, would you entertain the thought that something was trying to kill you? No, I would not put that away at all. That's, I'd be open to that type of belief. It's a little strange that in his dream that uh, he was getting shot in his dream. Mm-hmm. And then he couldn't wake up for like 30 minutes, even when he was shook. Very, you know, vigorously. Um, um, sorry, what were you going to say, man? You know, like, I, like it was, I was trying to help somebody, and I, I don't even know who it was I was trying to help. I just remember there was a woman yelling, you know, for help, and I couldn't find the person yelling for help, and then, whap. Because that person was a demon. <laughs> don't freak him out, man. It's, he's about to go to bed here in hey, a little bit. Hey, he just called the watch list. <laughs> He wants to be freaked out. Um, well, we're really glad that you're okay. I hope that never happens to you again. That is really scary. Yeah. And I'm sure that Casey felt very scared when she felt the same feeling. Oh, yeah. Terrified. <laughs> I can't well, really imagine these people who have this happen to them on a regular 
you know, nightly basis. Dude, watch the documentary. I'm, I can't say any more about it, but these people, I feel so sorry for them. Do you feel like stress might come into play with this and trigger? You know, they said that whenever they went to the doctor, they would say it was stress. Really? Which is always sort of a wastebasket well, diagnosis, but maybe it that, does. That's, that's what I was always told. I, was, I said, you know, I, when I tried explaining it, just because I was always at a doctor, you know, for the first few years after my accident, um, heck, still now, but they always said it was just probably stress. You're, you're just not getting a good sleep. Yeah, that's what it always is, isn't it? You know, it's an easy way to write it off. So that's what I always contributed to. Did, right. Did you feel scared in your dream? Obviously, you were getting shot. Oh, so. God, yes. After you were I shot. Up, I woke up scared and shaky feeling. Could you, you know, not like, move for a little bit after? Yeah. No, yeah. You, I, my eyes would open and I, you know, like I. That you were just staring at him, you said. Just kind of staring at the ceiling for a little bit. Yeah. I, I love that we just made two different deductions. Uh, one from a scientific angle, which could be very possible, and one from the sleep paralysis angle. We could compare his story to that woman who felt like her soul was being taken, and then um, also that the mind kind of makes up something. If something's happening to you medically, it's just kind of filling in the blank. So I don't know. This is the shocking thing is that it was for that long. Yeah, 30 minutes. That dream that went with it, and the fact that he had a heaviness on his chest, and when he woke up, obviously... Not being able to wake up that for that long, he's out of it. But he also can't really move too much, and he's staring at the ceiling and out, totally out of it. I'm, I'm going to say you had an episode of sleep paralysis. Interesting. Go watch the nightmare. <laughs> Don't watch it tonight. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna freak you out. Are you by yourself? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you by yourself. <laughs> Watch it with a friend. You know, it was even funny because, like that night, like we were going to bed, my boyfriend was like playing his Simpsons game on his phone. He's like, "I, just, I, I can't go to sleep. I can't." Like a grown man, it freaked him out that bad. It freaked <laughs> me out you, too. Didn't you say you guys like turned the lights on? So we're gonna stay up for like an hour. Your your boyfriend played some video games. Oh, well, we didn't have the lights on. I mean, we were just watching, like, on his cell phone when he was playing the video game. But he he plays Simpsons Tap Out. And Casey, she writes horror novels for a living. And I'm total chicken shit. (laughs) And was researching (laughs) demonic possessions. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? After you watch that documentary, the house settles a little more. I was by myself in the basement, and I'm folding towels, you know, and I'm saying all these pentecostal prayers like old school fire and brimstone covering myself in the blood of christ like you're not gonna get me because the one of the guys said yeah like as soon as i know that i'm talking about it now it's gonna happen again tonight i'd kill myself (laughs) for anyone listening uh if you are an open-minded person and as far as energy work they always say if you ever feel unsafe uh imagine a white light around you to shield you from any negative energy. So that is just my little advice tip if you ever feel unsafe. To create a spiritual barrier. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. I can understand that. And if anyone else wants to call in with a wicked uh, sleep story, I mean, there's no judgment here. I mean, we sound yeah, crazy we, as hell. We, we, yeah. We Who do, are we? We do, <laughs> we do sound crazy. But we do. Well, Matt. Well, see, that's the... Go ahead. Okay, go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. I was going to say, because everybody says, you know, when when I died... They always say, do you, you know, did you see a light? Did you see, you know, the tunnel of light and all that kind of stuff? Honestly, I don't know. I was going to ask you that, but I didn't want to pry too much. Oh, no. And if so you didn't I'm feel comfortable with that, 
I'm, I'll, I'll talk about that stuff. Did you go to bed with pants on and they were off in the morning? No, like he's talking about when he got, he had his accident and he kidding. died. Right? Yeah, I was dead. I was dead long enough for them to do the whole "we're sorry." There's nothing more we can do to my family and friends. Cripes. So how how long were you dead for? I honestly don't know. Um, but you didn't see. Because uh, how, see how anything it happens is how it happened was as I was working work alone. Somebody found me. No one knows exactly when my when it happened. Um, I told them I picked myself up off the ground, all bloody and mangled, and was resting on the truck. And then I told them my name, and I fell, and that was it. Hmm. And then from that time to the hospital to when mom and everybody got there, and then all of a sudden there I was. I was back. So you said you did not see anything, feel anything? Nothing. I, that's the thing is I don't remember. Right. I remember weird little things that I just contributed to, you know, being on medication and having my brain scrambled from a 30-foot fall. Oh, yeah. Do you, and this might be a little strange question for you, but do you feel like since you did die and you came back that you ever see anything, hear anything as far as an... Um, paranormal sense uh sometimes people say that when they have instances like that they're more sensitive to things um if you even believe in that you know well i do i i guess i never looked at some of the stuff like that because i my grandma (laughs) my grandma used to say i could hear everything She's like, you could probably hear the dead. She used to always joke about that because I would hear people talking and there'd be nobody around. And she's always, she always said that. And then we were at her funeral. And when we went to the cemetery, I always could, you know, I never really said anything about it because I don't want to get looked at like I'm a nut. But I, I always thought, you know, I could hear my grandpa telling me that it was going to be okay. So, mm-hmm. That's yeah, nice. I want to that believe nice. that you did. Yeah, we believe that. I'm glad that you called in. It was really nice to hear your story. Yeah, it was. It was. And congratulations, you've been added to the watch list. (laughs) Yeah, see, he's excited about that. (laughs) All right, Matt, thank you for calling in. We really appreciate it. All right, guys, have a good one. You too, thanks. Bye. Bye. All right, we're going to take one break, and uh, we'll wrap up with our um, modifying DNA conversation and perfect designer children like myself. (laughs) (laughs) this is a previously recorded episode welcome back to the watch list all right and we are going to uh wrap up talking about uh crispr um again for those of you just joining us and you can find this on digitaltrends.com c-r-i-s-p-r is the acronym so there's no e um, that makes uh, modifying DNA possible and to do it from home. Now, the the positives of this they're trying to convey is, um, uh, for instance, we, we won't have children with autism anymore or uh, any other, um, you know, missing uh, genetic code um, and so forth. So, but um, like my angle, I, I just, if we're, if we're not going to tell people the cure for cancer, because we're making so much money on it, how, why are we going to tell? There's got to be another motive here. Is this an experiment? I feel like 
like I said, people are crazy and they want to push things so far. And I always felt like the food and drug administration and all that was always messed up. And they just went for where the money lies. Absolutely. And they don't really care about the people. Preach. Uh, Truth. <laughs> they will put their money and time into whatever works for them. Mm-hmm. Holly just took it to church. <laughs> she did she did she did seriously so even if something like this is not really what's best for everybody if it if it if it's putting the money in you know the people's pockets yeah i don't know and i don't know how much estimated this dna um genome manipulating kit would go for however i i just don't see i just don't see this happening i i don't but who knows when i was re uh when I was reading that article that you sent me, it said that it was cheap to do, cheap for the man who was running the experiments, at least. So he could really jack up the price of that if he wanted to and make a bunch of money. Right. Like, are we talking about dollar, dollar menu cheap or are we talking like <laughs> dollar menu cheap of the scientist world, I guess? Or like uh, just a couple <laughs> grand, you know, like what's cheap? I guess what's cheap, yeah, what's cheap to scientists. I don't know. For tree fitty, you can have a perfect child. <laughs> tree fitty. For two dollars. But we get to keep your first child and put him in our human child army. Right. <laughs> 29 or two for fitty. You can have twins. Perfect twins. But Just we get one. From Nike. <laughs> but we get first dibs. Right. <laughs> if you get two, you give us one. It's a little weird to me that people are obsessed with having the perfect child. It is weird, isn't it? Yeah, like they have to be athletic and they have to do this and this and this. It's like they want to live through their kids too. Right, right. You're right. Yeah, it's soulless. A little scary. Soulless. No characteristic. I mean, it, it, besides physically. Or like that. What was that story where that man married the woman who he didn't realize had so many plastic surgeries, and he had kids with her, and the kids turned out to be ugly in his <laughs> eyes, and so he sued her. For like, joke on you! I remember really what ugly. the lawsuit was exactly, but he he sued her, saying that she had lied to him about her real physical appearance. That he didn't know she had all these plastic uh, surgeries, and that his children are ugly now. Well, which is really what, what, made, him, what made him such a looker. I know. Maybe I know. the ugly is coming from his side. Your mama ugly. Your auntie ugly. Let's be real. <laughs> Your personality ugly. <laughs> or there was that one story I remember about uh, the man who sued his wife after marrying her. And on their wedding night, he saw her without makeup and <laughs> didn't like the way she looks. So he wanted to divorce her and sue her for s- some form of trickery. Whatever. Either way, <laughs> people are a mess. Trick, you were really ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand how you could have kids and be like, that baby's ugly. What happened? Did you? Ha- That's not what you look like. And, and That's not my family. Let's be honest. So all babies look like potatoes for a while, okay? <laughs> You're right. All babies back. look like potatoes. Hairless for you like, Let like me see year. your family tree. Let me see your old baby pictures. Oh, my God. You have those plastic surgeries. And these poor kids, too, <laughs> to think like yeah, they're going to read years later like, Dad thought I was ugly. I saw that lawsuit papers. You selfish I son saw of a those bitch. articles. Come on, people. Come on. I mean, you know, he was he's, he's the first one buying the genetic kids. Let's just. That's it was just probably him real. who developed it. Well, he's probably not this He guy. totally invested. He's like, he's like I'm going to throw I all see. my money at this. <laughs> he's Make like, this and he won. 
So he's like, I sued her. I won. That's I got how a bunch messed of money. the legal system is. <laughs> yes. That's messed up. What? And what, what did money do for him for that? Now he's making genetic kids. I was going to say either know. that or, or he bought his kids plastic surgery or they <laughs> so just look like their mom. He fixed them too. <laughs> Daddy, oh, baby plastic surgery. It's okay, baby. You're ugly, but daddy's going to make it okay. I'm going to fix you. <laughs> I will like, try. Daddy's going to buy you a bunch of plastic surgery. All right, listen. After this, you're going to have to change schools so no one I will, will know. Right. I will buy you the garden. To grow your iPods. Mom's going to buy beautiful. you a brand new chin. <laughs> <laughs> you moon-faced freak. All right. So now we've all been added to the watch list for talking about CRISPR. Actually, CRISPR was mentioned in... Uh, it's been around for a while. It was mentioned in a 90s uh, episode of The X-Files when they were talking about manipulating human genomes. So this has been around for the past 30 years. And they're still working on it? Clearly we're not getting those perfect children anytime soon. Yeah, get with the program, folks. I think we were both talking about how he was doing the Petri dishes and experimenting, but he had not been successful yet in creating a actual live um, living baby, right? I know that there's a way like they can look at basically a i don't know what to call it, like a baby egg <laughs> like, an embryo yeah there you go they can like look at the embryos and I'm try to find I'm... out like and they can pick and choose like hey this one's good this one has like a disease this one has the disease it's commonly used by uh people who are trying to conceive if one of them's known to have like a higher percentage of a risk of some form of disease that they could pass on to their children I know that there is ways to kind of look and try to pick out through there, but you can't make a perfect child. Like you, you can't. Know, I feel like there's no way there's got to be a guarantee for that. Like you just can't do that. Does it come with a guarantee? I have so mixed way feelings. too many factors. Like, do you get your money back in three years or something? <laughs> you get your <laughs> money back in policy. <laughs> Guaranteed to make like, a beautiful baby or your money back in nine months. That guy. Who divorced his wife over her being uh, too, or the kids being too ugly? He's like, I want my money back. If I, was, I wish he would have went to Judge Judy. I really would. <laughs> well, listen, pal, <laughs> you're ugly as sin. So I have mixed feelings because I do think that it would be nice. Obviously, genetically, if you have predisposition for certain things and you're going to pass it on to your children, it would be nice to be able to filter out those things that are going to affect them if there's severe uh, certain birth defects and all that for the rest of their lives but as far as taking your child and saying like it's a menu like you said a dollar menu I want Mm -hmm. I want my kid to be a basketball star and you know all this other crazy stuff I mean yeah you could have like pick and choose what you want your kid to be like yeah as far as qualities about them, Mr. and Mrs. Aryan Nation, who, who produce a seven foot tall, you know, black kid, so he can play for the NBA and they can make a million dollars off of him. Yeah, I want my I want my kid to be eight foot tall, a <laughs> basketball star. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen is if people would start trying to make money off their kids, and like you said, living through their kids, and they're already and trying to do like that anyway. People who have too much money too are just like throwing that money out, like yeah. Passing out flip like a salt. whatever with it. And yeah. Let's just uh, make our kids perfect. It's a bunch of bored people is what it is. <laughs> so, I mean, we got 15 minutes left. So, again, 
uh, yeah, you've all been added to the watch list. Everybody who's been listening because of the CRISPR. Um, and you still wait. What is there? Was there another topic? Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to talk about the Russian robot. We oh yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. No, I was gonna say too about calling in. I thought. Oh yeah, if you want to call in, uh, you got fifteen minutes. Uh, two four eight five seven nine five two nine zero. Um, so if the nightmare is not gonna scare Holly, uh, a Russian robot might. Um, artificial. Actually, let me. This is on LiveScience.com. This is from June. But artificially intelligent Russian robot makes a run for it again. So this artificial intelligence escaped twice. A Russian robot in a Russian robot in Russia. A robot in Russia caused an unusual traffic jam last week after it escaped from a research lab. And now the artificially intelligent bot is making headlines after it reportedly tried to flee a second time. Engineers at the Russian lab reprogrammed the intelligent machine dubbed Promo Promobot. IR-77 after last week's incident. But the robot recently made a second escaped attempt. Um, let's see. Last week, the robot made it approximately 160 feet, 50 meters to the street before it lost power and was partially paralyzed in traffic. Um, Probo Robot, the company that designed the robot, uh, announced that the escapade announced the escapade uh, last week. Um... So let's see. The company says engineers were testing a new positioning system that allows the robot to avoid collisions while moving under its own control. All right, there, right there, under its own control. So it was designed to interact with people using speech recognition, providing information in the form of an expressive electronic face, like you were just talking oh, about on the break. That's even scarier. Oh, yeah. Pre recorded <laughs> audio messages and a large screen on its chest. Um, I think we might dismantle it. Said the co-founder. <laughs> I think we might. I think you after think? he escaped, we might do something. <laughs> um, I would suggest fucking burning it. Like, just kill it. Just kill it. Kill it with fire? Yeah. So if anybody knows me, they know that I am deathly afraid of robots, especially robots that are uh, made to be like humans. And you to know, interact robots, whatever. <laughs> little robots, they're scary. But, but the ones that are... Like, you know, they make that are human size are made to be intelligent like humans do the same kind of tasks that we do. And now with the facial expressions, that's a little freaky to me. But I'm also thinking about the movie The Terminator and saw something that's really scary, but <laughs> that scarred me for the rest of my life. But uh, I feel like... Another thing of that people do with the pushing it too far is with the robots. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is CRISPR's trying to make up because I mean, if the robots aren't going to be controlled for the new military, maybe the perfect humans will be superhumans. Hmm. Think about it. So when your robot escapes and runs away from you, <laughs> I hate when that happens. <laughs> All right, first off, <laughs> I'm already terrified of robots. I'm definitely terrified. Even more so of Russian robots. Have you seen videos of those people trying to drive? It's terrible. All right. If they can't even drive and operate a vehicle, they should not be making robots. Maybe we're going to start another Cold War with robots. And if you make this Russian robot that hates you so much, it literally escapes and runs like a bat out of hell to get away from you. 
there's something wrong there, and that robot's gonna retaliate. Just <laughs> shut it down. Just shut it all down. Mandakov <laughs> twenty five. She escaped. Where where was the robot running to? What was it gonna do? Probably all a vodka questions. factory. Who knows? Either way, <laughs> I want to power of it. up on vodka <laughs> that is fueled by vodka. to another country. <laughs> that would be so true. So, so ro- Russian robots. We're fueled by vodka. It was going to make its way to me. Let's be honest. (laughs) It was all going after Holly. It started with the iPods. (laughs) It started with the Elton John. It was trying to seduce her. Eric just sent me a picture of a robot. So he's listening. Hi, Eric. Hi, Eric. (laughs) You didn't call in. 248-579-5290. You have some good robot stories. (laughs) He's a robot who's powered by alcohol. You should know. (laughs) But I just don't like the idea of taking robots and to for you know to simulate humans and understand you know taking them so far and and they do help with certain uh didn't they send a robot out to deal with explosives and that's what they use oh yeah like um kind of like a hurt locker kind of thing yeah where humans can't get that close so they rather have Robots out okay, there. Okay, that's a different. Kind yeah, that's of a robot. different kind of robot. That robot like, doesn't look like a person and doesn't try to like blend in with society. Okay, <laughs> does not have humanist expressions. <laughs> Please don't make them have expressions. That's the worst <laughs> thing in the world. Or eyes. What was? I want that. There was like a gigantic, bigger than life size robot that Casey freaked Shut me it out down. with. Shut it down. Oh, Iron yeah. Man. Was this? No, no, no. Was this at Fanfare? No. <laughs> oh yeah, because I remember is, you stopped at New York and you saw that, Iron Man. I don't know where this was at, but you sent me a video, and it was this huge, huge robot, and you sent it to to me because you knew it would freak me out. But people were going up to it, and it was oh, talking. Yeah, that was like at Universal Studios. Yeah, it was like it was a transformer and moving. Mm-hmm. That stuff scares me. And now they're running away from people. Escaping, drinking all our vodka. <laughs> Christ of mercy, we're I'm gonna have saying. a po- we're gonna have a potato famine because there's no more vodka. <laughs> like you know what I mean. So they're gonna have to make more vodka, and that's what the new robot cold war is going to be about. It's gonna be about potatoes, potatoes. and vodka. <laughs> so the question is, do you think that they could take a robot and alter them so much and put so much technology into it that they start? Um, thinking on their own and being able to go further than that and developing like a mind, like a human. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's pretty much what they were trying to suggest. I mean, even so far that obviously, well, they're running away. So they're starting to want to be independent. (laughs) Okay. Go away from their creator. You know, humans are for the most part can be super terrible people. Mm -hmm. Russians. I feel like are not the model (laughs) citizens for these robots. Like, Russia, if you want Russia, a robot to behave like a human, you should put it, like, with, like, kids that are, like, really happy and then just love life and let them be like that. So Moscow now has you on a watch list. Dude, Kate, I Kate. don't even care. I have no intentions of ever going to Russia. If you're in Russia, call 248-579-5290. Like <laughs> if, if you're on Russia. I don't even like vodka. You can have all the vodka for your robot the, You army. know why know. I'm actually really scared of robots was because the Terminator... Um... <laughs> There was like a Terminator thing at Universal Studios or something. Yeah, Terminator in three D. And 
they put you in this room and if you any of you out there have seen this then you understand but they took you in this one room first and they put you in there and I was young and they show you this video of what the future is going to be like tuck, robots tucking your kids into bed at night while you're at work and you can watch them no don't let them touch the children <laughs> Not, not per- unsupervised. Not the children. Not unsupervised. Like, but you know what? What you were watching was a 3D documentary. I'm telling you. Yeah, and I feel like that's going to be what's gonna going to happen mm-hmm. eventually. I don't understand how people are okay with that, but because people, like you said, they want to take it a step too far. You know, they don't want to watch their kids, so they rather build robots. Uh, well, what's the worst that could happen? Oh boy, so. How do you feel about robots, Casey? Oh, I think artificial intelligence. Again, it's just one of those things where, I mean, we have built computers to help us function. Obviously, my my computer, your computer, can can think on its own. You know, we but we prompt the commands. If I click Internet Explorer, boom, Internet Explorer pops open. But if I download yeah. something, it will download it for me. So I am in full control. And it only has so much power to it. It well, it it's if we want to call it its brain or mind or whatever motherboard, but, uh, yeah. yeah, motherboard. It can only go so far. Intel, like intelligence wise, uh, intelligence wise, mm-hmm. where I'm afraid that it will keep developing in these robots to a point where they're way too smart. Right. See, see, we're all primates. You know, we're just, what happens when this happens? And I'm going to do this and they ran away. You know, I mean, that's just, yeah. And just like in Terminator 2, it is in your nature to destroy ourselves. And it's true. It's true. I mean, That's true, but can we like not destroy ourselves with robots? Because that'd be cool. (laughs) Just saying. Let's do it with drugs. Personal opinion. I would much rather drugs over robots. I feel like I saw a movie. Yeah. I'm trying to remember I what, be a part what, of that. what it was <laughs> called where, and I probably shouldn't have watched this movie because my fear of robots, but it was a movie where the robots were like lords over the humans and they had um, put them on lockdown and they were stuck in their houses. And if they left, they had like sensors on them. And they would get blown up if they didn't return to their homes within a certain amount of time. And that is our future. Yep. The teacher <laughs> has now, be- or the student has now become the master. So you're telling me if a robot gets stuck in fucking traffic, it's going to explode on its way home? No. No, 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 no. no. Humans, oh. humans. Like they were. Oh, they t- humans the, explode? In, in, in the movie, robots <clears throat> had taken over, like had overpowered the humans. They had sensors on them. And, and, the, they tried and to the robots put these sensors on the humans and they would only let them go so far from their house. And if they went past and they didn't listen to the robots, they w- a robot would show up and it was gigantic and it would have these blasters on it to blow you up. And it would give a countdown until you had to be back in your house by a certain amount of time. And then it would, if you didn't, you, you would die. See, robots are fucking mean. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I think Eric Gutierrez is uh, making a, uh, you know a really good argument for robots when he just sent me a uh, picture of a purple dildo uh, that is battery operated. Okay. Eric, come on now. <laughs> That's not what I would qualify as a robot per se. Um, okay. Eric, you're shy to come on the radio. It's okay. 
<laughs> we all know but that you lose control. That over, is not uh, really what we're talking over about. vibrators, there, dude. Uh, anyway, okay, so I I think we're we're gonna wrap this up. So basically, um, uh, and let's review where we can find all these things. Um, Creepy Clown from uh, Green I- Bay that you can find at uh, Holly has posted all the links. Yeah. Too. I also, I posted the links uh, to the Facebook page mm-hmm. and that is facebook.com slash the watch list. It- <laughs> <laughs> we don't even know. You know what? Like we don't know yet. <laughs> no, I mean, it's the watch list. Yes. Okay. Um, and then we also have a Twitter page that I just created today, which is the underscore watch underscore list. Okay. And we also have an Instagram page the underscore watch underscore list mm-hmm. underscore podcast. Yep. And you can find uh, the Green Bay, Wisconsin um, clown on the Chicago West. Uh, the Nightmare, of course, you can find on Netflix now. Watch it if you dare. Uh, Holly's iPod incident is a little more personal. I'll ask her about that later. <laughs> uh, Christopher can be found. C-R-I-S-P-R. Uh, you can find that on Digital Trends. Okay. Until next time. Remember, there is no incognito mode. You can clear your history of cookies and even burn your laptop, but nothing can save you from the the watch watch list. list. Sweet dream. This is a previously recorded episode.